Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring today's episode. Do you struggle on a day-to-day basis with staying happy and finding the drive to achieve your goals? As someone who has struggled for years with anxiety and depression, I understand how much of a fight it can be every day. That's where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp assesses your personal needs and matches you with one of their licensed professional therapists. You can start communicating within 48 hours of registration, and it's not a crisis line or self-help. It's real, professional therapy done from the comfort of your own space. BetterHelp has a network of 20,000-plus therapists that are available to clients worldwide. You can log in and send a message to your therapist at any time and get timely and thoughtful responses. And you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you'll never have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room again. Because let's be real, therapy is intimidating enough. It should be as comfortable as possible. BetterHelp is also committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so it's super easy to change therapists if you need to. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional therapy, especially since financial aid is available, because BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. To get started on a path to a happier life, visit betterhelp.com slash therapy. That's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. There's also a special offer for Unit Therapy listeners. If you guys use the link betterhelp.com slash therapy to register, you'll get 10% off your first month. Again, that's better, H-E-L-P.com slash therapy. Start healing your mental health today. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to Uni Therapy, the Happy People podcast, or in more realistic terms, the mental health podcast for young adults. Hello, all my wonderful friends, and welcome back to another episode of Union Therapy. If you're new here, my name is Emily. I am the host of this podcast, and I'm here to help you through all of your mental health ups and downs. If you are not new here, thank you so much for continuing to come back and listen and be a part of this constantly growing family. We love you so much, and we are so, so excited that everyone is here today. Um... If you are new here, quick disclaimer that I have to put at the beginning of every episode, I am in no way a licensed professional on any of the topics that we discuss during the podcast. All of anything that I am saying is simply just from personal experience or from other podcasts, YouTube videos, books, you know, other people, my own therapy sessions, you know, everything like that. So I'm not a licensed professional. I'm not a medical expert. That's out of the way. Um, Yeah, so getting into today's episode, we start each episode with the life breakdown, and that's where I just share what's been going on since the last time that we chatted. Um, Yeah, and there's lots to share and update you guys on today. I'm so, so excited about today's episode. So first off, on our life breakdown, I'm going to share that we have our first guests on today's episode. I am recording this intro before the Zoom call, but I'm about to hop on a Zoom call with them in like 10 minutes, and uh, yeah, I get to interview them, so I'm so, so, so excited. I am a little nervous. I'm not even going to lie. I've never interviewed anyone, so, um, you know, if it's super bad, I super apologize, Um, but yeah, so, so excited about that. Um, I just got back from a, a Friendsgiving which was so fun, Uh, super good food, so I'm definitely stuffed from that, definitely in need of a nap, but we have to push through and record this podcast episode because it's too good to pass up, but that was super fun. I hope you all are having a great kind of Thanksgiving week if you're going to Friendsgivings, if you're going to Thanksgiving, if you aren't doing anything, you know? I hope you're vibing and having a wonderful, wonderful week. Um, What else do I have to update you guys on? Um, Oh, Yes, so this is, for those of you who know me personally, it is that time of year where I need to change my hair and along with it, my entire personality. Um, Unfortunately, due to my job as an actress um, and this fun little thing called uh, reshoots slash pickups, I can't do that until um, January. 
after the first week of January after we do reshoots. So I have to wait until after January to do that, but it's coming soon and I'm so excited for that. So uh, stay tuned on Instagram for that. And I'm getting a new tattoo. Um, I'm gonna be having a payment from um, my last project that I worked on coming in literally this afternoon. And as soon as I get that, I am calling the tattoo place and like booking my appointment and putting the down payment on that or the deposit or whatever. Um, I'm so excited. I have been itching to get a new tattoo for so long. I literally, it's the tension between me and covering my entire body in dainty tattoos. Like that is all I want to do. However, that's really expensive. So we're doing it little by little, but I'm getting a new tattoo very soon, literally as soon as they can get me in. And I'm so excited. I'm moving, like lots is going on. Have to start packing because I'm literally moving in like mm, a week. Have I started packing yet? No, but you know, it is what it is. Um, if I have a lot of energy, I, I'm so sorry. I'm just super excited. Um, <coughs> oh my God. Yeah, I need to start Christmas shopping because guys, it's literally like we're coming on the end of November right here. Like it's literally Thanksgiving Thursday. And then what? Like then it's Christmas time. I need to shop. Like I need to get to the mall, do my Christmas shopping. Geez, so much to do. So little time. Where did the year go? Where did the year go? It's going to be 2022 before we know it. That's nuts. That's absolutely bonkers. But you know what? It's okay. Because it's just a fresh slate from that point on. So let's go. Let's make it to the end of the year and just keep on pushing and thriving. And we got this. We absolutely got this. Um, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Almost forgot. How could I forget? If you guys want to share your life breakdown with me, please, please, please feel free to message me on Instagram. I have my personal Instagram as well as the Instagram for the podcast linked um, in the description of the episode as well as the description of the podcast. So please, please shoot me messages on there if you want to share your life breakdown, if you want to say hey, if you just literally like need to rant, if you, I don't know, want to become best friends, like absolutely any of those things, please message me. I love, I love, 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 love chatting with all of you. It is my absolute favorite thing and it makes my entire life existence worth it when I hear from you guys because you're all amazing. Um, yeah, but I think that's all that I have to kind of get through before I hop on this call with our guests for today. So yeah, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Um, all right. Well, hello everyone. I'm thank you so much for taking time out of your guys' busy days and, and meeting with me. No problem. I'm Thanks for having us, of course. Of course. Um, I'm super excited that you guys are here. Um, so a little bit of background on the podcast, um, Uni Therapy was, uh, started out of the want to help people not feel alone in their mental health journeys and struggles. Um, so we get super vulnerable on this podcast. I share like super personal stuff. So feel free to share whatever you want when we're talking, um, set your own boundaries with that and your own comfort levels. Um, feel free to use any language that you want. Uh, I personally love the word fuck on here. So, you know, use whatever <laughs> words that you want. Um, but thank uh, you guys so much for being here. Um, I, I appreciate you having us as your first guest. I didn't know it until yesterday, I think. Yeah, I'm so great. excited. I've never, I've never, also, I've never <laughs> interviewed before. So if it's like, if I'm really bad at it, I apologize now. I'm learning still. <laughs> Sorry, Okay, um, so first of all, if you guys would like to just go around and introduce yourselves, your names, where you're from, what you do, kind of just give the listeners a little overview of who you are. All right, let's see, uh, come on. Hold on, let's see, uh, you know, start from the top. Let's <laughs> see, All right, so uh, my name's JDA, you know, Northside JDA. I'm from North Philly. Um, I'm CEO of Lost Society. Um, I'm also an artist on Lost Society, and uh, really the main thing that I focus on is, is you know, and you know, just a lot of hard work. Like we we uh, we we trying to build this brand to really 
make a good impact on, on people's lives and our lives and our families. So that's basically who I am. That's wonderful. Go ahead, Trey. All right, uh, my name is Trey. I'm uh, head management for Law Society Entertainment. Uh, I'm from PA. <clears throat> uh, I love music. Uh, I love my fellas. I love my gang. Uh, JDA and uh, Quick put me in this position, and um, every day I thrive at it. Um, you know, it's yeah, I know. You know, I, I try to stay in the, the low key in the, in the background, so you pretty much won't hear too much about my bio or nothing like that. It's only about Law Society and my artists. That's great. I love that. I like. I love. I love when Trey talks, man. That guy. <laughs> So articulate. <laughs> I mean, I'm Big Quick. I'm the Chief Officer of Operations for Law Society Entertainment. Uh, basically, meaning um, that it's my job to make sure things go. Um, try to make sure that the vehicle is always headed in the, uh, the right direction. As long as me and Burrow are on the same page, you know, we agree on direction. And, you know, it's my job to... You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, try to make sure that the GPS is laid out and all that. Um, it just helps to enable, like, every part of the machine to, you know, keep running as smoothly as possible. That's great. Awesome. All right. Well, again, it's super nice to meet all of you. Um, I just basically wrote down a list of a couple questions. Um and I was just gonna ask you guys, if you wanna go in that same order, um, answering the questions that you did to introduce yourself, that would be great. And uh, we'll go ahead and get started. So first of all, um, what kind of inspired you guys each to get into the music industry? Well, for me, um, music is just a good way to vent. I'm, I'm not really a talkative person. I don't really, talk too much i don't really express myself anything like that so music is a like i started making music over 10 years ago and it was just a good way for me to get my voice out and, and get my thoughts out of my head and um it, it just really helps like if i'm in a good mood if i'm in a bad mood it, it just always feels good to you know express what i'm going through right I love that. Yeah, that's a great art. Art is is such a, I think, a great form of therapy. I've talked about that before on here that, you know, talking isn't necessarily the best way to get things out. So I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the question again? I'm sorry. Um, what inspired you to get into the music industry? Oh, well, I think <clears throat> with payback on what JD said, I always love music. Um, I think I probably aspired to be a rapper at a certain time of life, but uh, like I said in the introduction, um, I pretty much fell into these proper shoes that I am as management. Uh, I don't have any prior experience, but it's nothing that you can't tell me that I won't do or find a loophole around the corner. Or, you know, I'm very uh, innovative with my mind and I'm very curative with situations that are put in front of me and I'm thankful that these guys gave me this opportunity to you know pretty much be at the head of the ship with no prior experience but the fact that when I say I'm going to do something I'm going to do it that's great I love that drive and that motivation that's great right um so to answer the question about what inspired me to get into the music industry um honestly i've been doing this a really long time um been in shows performed in shows been close to deals things like that uh what inspired me at first to begin with was pretty much the same thing you know art being a form of expression um you know one thing that we stand on in law society and that's why um you know i gave you a, a big nine in the beginning when you were speaking on what your, your motives are as far as giving people a voice, that's like one of our big things. It's like giving a voice to the voiceless, you know, law society being, you know, those that's a part and those that's like left behind, seeing the, seeing the black sheep. And, you know, at one point, <clears throat> and maybe to a degree still today, uh, I really feel like I fit that description. And uh, 
I felt voiceless and like rapping was the only way like people heard me. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, I didn't really want to take it seriously for a long time, but uh, it's kind of like, you know, what Tracy just said about, you know, doing what you say you're going to do and just standing on moving that way. Uh, Me and JD, you know, in our first couple interactions, it was just very clear that we was on that same page. You know what I'm saying? We both had instances where it was like, oh, you said that, and then you did that, okay. You know, and in, in a world where that's so rare to find, you know, it made it easy to be like, you know, to make it believe in, in that partnership. And that's, you know, kind of why I'm even in the industry right now, because I wasn't really rapping, you know, long, you know, within like a year ago, you know what I mean, so. Wow, that's awesome. Um, okay, that's great. Just give everyone kind of a little introduction into why you do what you do. That's great. I love that. And I love that you're all in. I love the creative industry. And I love having people on here to talk about mental health that are in the creative industry. Um, because as I'm an actress, that's my main thing. So being in that kind of art form, that's great. And I love talking to people that can relate to that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, so kind of getting into the mental health questions now into the main part of the podcast. Um, so again, uh, we spread the message on here that no one's alone in their mental health journey. And I try to share as deep into my kind of struggles that I've had with anxiety and depression and PTSD, just to let everyone know that they're not alone. So um, if any of you would like to kind of share your mental health journeys and struggles um, and kind of the biggest things that have helped you through those. Yeah, mom, I'll lead off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. You got it. All right. So, uh, really, uh, I'm really, really, uh, really was eager to jump at the chance to speak to somebody else who really is putting a focus on that. Um, because uh, my upcoming project is called PTSD. Okay. Um, but, you know, I'm putting a positive spin on it to get away from, you know, the change that um, we can get into it within this conversation and negativity of it. Mm-hmm. And so the positive spin, you know, the name of the album is, I mean, the name of the project, not album, the name of the project is actually uh, for assistance and has to be surpasses doubt. Okay. And um, that's the biggest part about when you have anxiety, when you have PCSD, you know, you have these, these, uh, these, you know, these demons, these chains, these cages, that's holding you back, you know, paralyzing you from doing certain things and making certain moves and decisions mm-hmm. or, you know, creating certain moves and decisions out of those feelings. You know, you really have to be persistent, you know, tenacious, and you have to fight past the doubts in your mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, that's pretty much why, you know, I'm going that route with the album, you know, to pretty much, you know, give out that, that, that message that, you know, a lot of us are going through that. I mean, you want, you you having us on as to have us, uh, you know, a perspective you may not have, but there's a perspective that we do share. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that is that shit happens. You yeah. know, shit, go, shit goes terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, shit goes terribly wrong. And, you know, you really cannot allow that to stop you. You can't allow that to hold you back and uh, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to commend you on uh, this show and uh, being you know, courageous enough to just tackle that. You know Thank what I'm saying? you. Thank you. Yeah. And I appreciate you sharing that. And I appreciate you sharing that through your art. I think that's so great. I think that's just, I think it's really beautiful, truthfully. Thank you. Yeah. Big Quick, Big Quick is very talented when he's using this pain and putting it into words. Mm-hmm. It's not always about pain. Right. Right. No, like, cause, cause pain, you know, it's, it's like, it's like anything in life. It's like what you make it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Everything is what you make it. Every experience is, is, can be a real big positive. If you decide to smile at it, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's nasty and it's dirty and as messy as it might really be and feel. Mm-hmm. Like, if you smile at it, if I'm the ways, you know, it's mm-hmm. a puzzle. You know, yeah. you find the way, you find the ways to get all the colors on the same side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like a Rubik's Cube, if you ain't us, you know, just got to do the work. Stick at it, stay at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I, I'm a big believer and it's all about your mindset towards 
towards everything. Um, and I, and I truthfully think that with mental health, like, yeah, it's horrible. It fucking sucks. But, um, I think it can really be like a strengthening to your, to your character and to who you are. And I think the, those, like the bad things and that pain really helps build us into our truest forms. And so I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah, you, you for sure always got to keep moving. It's like one one of the things that I live by in my life is uh, my saying is every loss is a lesson, every win is a blessing. So it's like you, you just always got to keep that positive mind frame. And like the things that I've been through in my life, it, it kind of messed mess me up like in my head. Like I'm always in my head. I'm always overthinking like with anxiety and, and like and that turns into depression and things like that. And, like, I just always was looking for an outlet to, like, be turn it into something positive, you know. You just, like, find something that you love. When you're going through something, it, it, it can really make things brighter for you. And it's, like, that's why I love music. It just it really anything creative. I, I'm not, like, I like to draw and just things like that because it helps me get out of my head and, just it eases my soul to a certain point. It's like growing up, especially in the urban neighborhoods and things like that, people, you, you can't really express your emotions and the things how you feel like. So most, I don't even know how to express how I feel. And that messes up my relationships from time to time. It's like, it make things harder. It make people connect to me more because I will push away. And, um, just re- not too recent, but like a couple months back, I started therapy, and it's like they, my therapist was saying is like my PTSD and the things that I go through it like put me in the shell and just pushes people away. So I've been working on, you know, try to to better myself in that sense. Just like if I better myself, I know I can help somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's and uh, that's that's like one of the things. Like, it took me so long to figure out that, like, mental health and the, the status of how you're feeling and things like that, it, it really makes an impact on your your whole life and people around you. Yeah. So, like, de- dealing with a sickness, it, oh, sorry, dealing with a sickness, it helped me really realize, like, let me get my head straight. That's going to help with my health and that's going to help with my family and things like that. I got to get my head straight. And see what's going on because some of these thoughts that I have, it's normal, but it, it doesn't have to be tolerated. You don't have to deal with it. You could, you know, work through the problems. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I'm writing that down. It's normal, but it doesn't have to be tolerated. That's so great. I love that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, that's great, though. I, And I love that you started therapy I think that's so great I think that's a, the really hardest kind of step to take um and so the fact that you did that like that is you're that's so courageous and that's I'm very proud of you that you did that that's so oh, great. yeah thank you right, yeah. especially yeah. like in our community that is mm-hmm. like not you know that is not yeah. you know. <laughs> right right yeah. yeah I haven't I haven't uh JD's been telling me to get to the therapy part but I haven't really took that step yet. I See, take both of us like I take I take meds for my anxiety, mm-hmm. but this is uh, I suffer from high anxiety. Okay, that's that's my um my mental health issues, and from what I learned in the past, um, everything happens for a reason. So you have to think back or try to find um, clues to why you are who you are, mm-hmm. and. Um, from the times that I did have counsel, um, I did figure out some things about um, being incarcerated. Um, there's little um, in the windows in there, like for example, the walls are painted for a certain color, and it does things to the mind once you look at it for years. Mm-hmm. So once I start figuring out like little things like that, you know, what I mean, I started to bring myself out of the gutter with the help of uh, my anxiety meds, like I had to take, uh, what is it, my, my every two hour one just for this interview so I can be uh, not jittery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, and that's okay. That's, I, I think, 
you know, I mean, I think there's a there's a stigma around around mental health in 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 general, but I think also that taking meds for I I love that you brought that up because I think that's a big thing is like, oh well, like if you have to take meds for it, you know, there's that kind of stigma around it, and then that's like shameful. And so I love that you brought that up because that's absolutely like if you need that help, you need that help because bringing yourself out of like that dark place is one of the hardest things to do. Um, so I love that 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 you yeah, brought that up. Yeah, I take meds too. <laughs> <laughs> my therapist, my therapist gave me some pills to take anxiety uh, <laughs> and depression and um, for my insomnia. Mm-hmm. I still don't take it. Like I, I can't get myself to take it on a regular. Like that's that's something I'm trying to work through right now. It's like I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. All of this, all of this is hard. The starting therapy. The getting, cause I know I, so I started therapy. So I'm 19 now, by the way, I'm a, I'm a little young baby. I know. Um, but, um, I started therapy when I was 16. Um, and that was after about three years of like stuffing everything down and telling myself I was fine. I was fine. I was fine. Um, and cause I've talked about it on this, on the podcast, I, uh, suffered from, I was a sexual assault victim as a child and then I kept it a secret for eight years and then I didn't say anything until I was in high school um but I like was in denial for so long and didn't get myself to therapy until I was 16 when I needed it all those years and so like when you know people are like well I'm not ready that's okay you won't be ready until like you really feel ready so I love that we're talking about all this this is great and like um you know, that's one of the biggest things is like um, about therapy or even about expressing yourself in general. And like, even even being somebody going, you know, I can say that, I, you know, I can say that I've been on both ends because at times I may not be as receptive as I should be to people expressing themselves, you know what I'm saying? Right. But sometimes expressing yourself is hard because <clears throat> somehow, you know, somebody's got something to say like somebody's got some type of victim shame for you you know what i'm saying like yeah what did you do what could you have done to right. so like you know i can understand why you know you would you know you know why you would hold on to that for me um you know i was in therapy um and young and they kind of breached the uh, confidentiality with my with my parents. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that's why for me, it's kind of just always going to be like, uh, it, like really kind of just uh, that trust issue, that trust factor. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's kind of always going to not really be there. Um, as far as medicine, you know, when I was on it, uh, it just made me like so out of my element and so not myself to the point where, you know, my roommates like took it, threw it away. Like, yo, look, wow. man. You know, we'll deal with the snapping. We'll deal with the the wilding out before we'll deal with you being a damn zombie. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's just, that's just, it's like, that's the, the many sides of this whole thing. Like, um, and in our community, like, you know, like mental health is, is it's becoming a thing like now. It's starting to become a thing like, oh, guys need to take care of themselves and they mind frame too. But, you know, we're kind of getting to the end of a, of a, of that old school era. But, right. you know, we, we, you know, we're a little older than you. You know, we come from an era where it really was like, oh, man up. Like, what? Yeah. Like, boys really. Um- really could not cry you really yeah. did not cry like we just i just watched martin yesterday it was and they were the day he was talking about like not crying you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like because back in the 90s and all that like early like you really you back what man mm-hmm. up you get punched square in your chin right and you better like like it's my chin it hurts you know what right. what I'm saying? like but you you better not cry so yeah. um you know one thing for me that um in my mental health journey that's become like uh liberating for me is that like i don't care you know what i'm saying like yeah. you know what i'm saying like it's certain people like all right you know it's not your business because i'm a reserved person and i'm a private person and there's levels to this there's levels to everything and, and professionality professionality dictates that certain stuff ain't certain people's business you know as it is right but 
when it comes down to it, you know, I'm very much a straight shooter. I'm very much raw. You know what I'm saying? Even, like, sometimes my guys got to, like, you know, hey, you got to say it like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm really raw because I just kind of, like, you know, I don't care. You know, I'm not going to – I can't deal with that anxiety and that I'm frozen up and that, that heaviness. Like, it's a heaviness on your heart. You know what I'm saying? It's a heaviness. And, like, you know, it's just I can't really – you know, I got to just – you gotta be, you know, because anytime, um, damn, my dad said something really crazy this morning. He said, "Pain is the result of, oh, oh my God, what's the word? Not restricting, but like, um, not refraining from, but like, what's the word? Um, rejecting. Boom. Mm-hmm. Pain is a result of rejecting reality." So, like, we got to come to grips with the things we're going through. And you got to face the things you're going through heads on. Mm-hmm. And you got to let it out. And you got to be honest and not let bullshit build up and things like that. Because the pain comes from rejecting the reality. Like, mm-hmm. shit is what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm writing that down. That is so good. <laughs> yeah, shout out to my pops, man. He, 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 he said that shit this morning. I was like, damn. <laughs> you're like, I have something for the interview now. <laughs> No, that's great and I love I love that you you mentioned that you just have to I don't care anymore because that second that you let go of anyone else's opinion is like the second you can be your truest self and I think that's that's just so great and I love that you mentioned that yeah okay and even come with like accountability too because like even when you say, hey, I'm not going to, you know, let nobody else's feelings move me or stop me or change me, mm-hmm. you know, but then you realize that nothing nobody else did is why you did what you did. <laughs> you chose that route. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, on that kind of, that was a perfect little segue into my next question too. Um, so are there any people in the industry or just in general in the public eye, um, any people that you personally look up to that remind you that it's okay to be in touch with your emotions, that it's okay to, you know, be who you really are? For me, um, somebody in the industry, I'll say Kevin Gates. Okay. Yeah, Kevin, like, real open and, you know, about like emotions and uh, mental health and things like that. So that's that's somebody that I look up to. Like, okay, you know, it's cool to wear your heart on the sleeves sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That's- I think I think all y'all gonna know who I'm gonna say, <laughs> but I like Charlemagne. I don't know if you know who Charlemagne is off the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. but yeah. ever since I started watching the Breakfast Club when they first came on, he started preaching black health. He actually wrote books about it, and I read one of his books, and that's when I became aware of what situations and things that I've been through. So mm-hmm. definitely shout out Charlamagne God. Word. Um, damn, on the mental health tip, like somebody that's just open and real, um, I mean, I can name a few people, and really for me it ain't really on the music tip, I could say, you know, the, the comedians, like a lot of comedians, you know, especially like the guys on the 85 South Show, Carlos Miller, Chico uh, B, oh, yeah. you mean, um, uh, DC, you know, like, and Kevin Hart, you know, like people in that in that genre, though, Kevin Hart, you know, I feel like um, I always loved the way the comedians went about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd tell you some, some like stuff that, even down to like Bernie Mac, you know, he was my favorite, you know, God rest his soul, mm-hmm. you know. He had a lot of jokes before he had his show, you, you might not know about it, but he had a show mm-hmm. about what he actually went through with adopting his niece, his nieces and nephew. Mm-hmm. And he had mad jokes about that. He had mad jokes about, you know, his sister and, the, and what was going on and all that. But like, that's really traumatizing. You know what I'm saying? Like that ain't no small thing. But I, right. I, I took in my two, two of my. I have four brothers, but the two right under me. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I'm 20 years old. They still are high school. I took them in and took care of them and, and, and got them through high school and all that at that time. Mm-hmm. So I understand, like, how deep that is. And Jake can also, you know, understand, too, how deep that is to be thrown, you know, into a father role, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. from from just being, just doing your thing. You know, It may not be like you they dad. But you're still in that in that role of being ahead of them and being in charge of them and being responsible for them and all that. Mm-hmm. And that's a serious thing. But like Bernie Mac used to have just hella jokes about it, had thousands of people cracking up. Right. And like I think I think comedians really, if, you, if anybody you know handles mental health, you know, in a, in a great way. And maybe maybe that's just the side that we get to see because we don't really know their personal life and what they really really go through, what they really really feel and all that. Right. You know. Um, damn. Who? Who? Damn. Who? Uh, who killed themselves? But he was a comedian. Who was it? Uh, Tim, uh, Tim Allen? Rob, Robin, Robin uh, Williams. Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Millions of people. Yeah. Like laughing and loving him and, and like you would never know. Right. And so even though that was the, the tragic end because we didn't really get to see the inside, you know, the way he handled the world, the way he faced the world with whatever he was going through enough to make a million people laugh still it's mm-hmm. like man that's that's amazing to me so mm-hmm. yeah shout out shout out the comics yeah yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. the comics the comedians shout, shout, shout out to them and they know they, they, do, they do it well yeah yeah it's like no matter what you love to do no matter what your passion is take that and you know and, and make it help you heal yourself you know because it could definitely help you get through situations just by expressing yourself in a creative way. Mm-hmm. And that's what anybody in the industry or creative people, um, like artists, you know, paintings and things like, any, no matter what it is, take your passion, something that you like to do, something that you love to do. And, you know, if you're feeling down, express yourself through that. Yeah. Because people could definitely relate to it. Yeah. Right. I love that, yeah. I love, I love the... The expressing your your mental health through art, I think that is one of the best things that you can do. And I think because I think majority of people have that creative side to them, for you know whatever type of creative it is, some that you you have at least some of that. And I think that expression is is great. And I think that art is also a great healing for those watching it because I think music is an, a huge escape for a lot of people. I know personally. For me, when I was little and I was going through what I was going through and what inspired me to then go into the acting business was like movies and TV, you know, that was a big escape. It was like two hours I could, you know, be in this whole other world. And so I think that ex- the, that art is great to express your mental health and your struggles, but then also for those struggling to kind of heal and, and get into an escape. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Um... So my next question, so you guys are in the music industry. How has music in general and the music industry both helped and hindered your mental health? Because I know in the industry, in the creative industry, it can be draining a lot of times, the rejection and everything along with it. So how has that both like helped and hindered your, your mental health journey? Um, go ahead, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, so I'll, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> that, is, that is a good question. Um, I would say, for me, it helped uh, me open my mind creatively. Like, uh, I come from a good uh, uh, upbringing, and I used to water paint for five years, maybe six years. And uh, it, uh, it just opened, like, uh, it gave me a spark. Uh, to uh, open my mind and like actually be creative and actually go out and do things that I haven't always wanted to do in this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what hinders me is um, that it's such a cesspool or like it's such a, uh, I don't, it, it's kind of like football. Somebody get injured, somebody can get right back in. Mm-hmm. And it, it clouds and puts over um, that stigma of, oh, you're just the next or you're just mm-hmm. the next person. Like, 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of hard to individualize yourself mm-hmm. when you are an individual in this industry. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Are you going to go? Yeah, I go. Um, I could say to both sides, um, hindrance, the hindrance has been um, that it's given me something else to do. Um, I've been really focused on my business and uh, a lot of the skills that I employ uh, uh, financially, you know, are self-taught and like to put myself through certain courses and all that, uh, studying and uh, things like that. So it's kind of been like a little rough at times. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'm like, damn, like it's kind of distracting me. And then I kind of get into a, a little bit of a funk of not like meeting certain goals and accomplishments in other areas. Mm-hmm. I can say that. Okay. Um, I can say that. Um, I, but on the flip side, the things that I'm accomplishing are definitely helping me to build uh, confidence and whatnot uh, in certain areas. Uh, somebody said that like confidence is gained by making promises to yourself and then keeping them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, every time I set my mind to something and, and, and have a goal uh, musically, um, you know, accomplishing that really, like, builds my confidence um, in every area, you know what I'm saying, just in myself in general. So that's a big deal um, because esteem and confidence are, like, so huge. Mm-hmm. Um, even we keep we keep getting back on uh, our being a great expression and like some people don't even know they have that creative side like you were saying that they do because it's stifled mm-hmm. um, you know it's just you know, that's not real or that's not realistic or you need to do this or, you know what I'm saying like we mm-hmm. get stifled and um, I think that you know esteem comes from being who you are yeah. like and you need esteem to really go after what you want. Right. And you have to want anything to know where you're going. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's all like a whole process. Yeah. It's all a whole process. Like, and so esteem is a big thing. Like a lot of people, like in my whole life, have always thought I was one of the most like, like self-esteem like I think highly of myself I you know I speak a little differently than everybody I you know a lot you know I speak differently I use you know different words I went to a couple better schools you know I got very high SAT scores blah 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 I used to be the nerd even though I was like that the nerd boy but still the street boy at the same time so it kind of you know, left me in a bubble and not even all the way belonging anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, you feel me? Like, you're too rough for, for the people that can have these conversations with you. And you can't have conversations with the people that you're rough enough to be around. Like, you feel what I'm saying? So, you really can't talk to nobody. Like, I got, like, one friend that I can talk to about certain stuff and, like, that we come from the same, you know, circle. Mm-hmm. And, like, me and him, we don't even kick it on certain levels, but yo, did you see this? And it's like, Tesla's doing that. You hear what he said? He was thinking about airplanes, but saying from burst. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can have those type of conversations. You know what I'm saying? So, like, um, I say all that to say that, um, you know, a lot of people always thought that I, you know, just by how I carried myself, that I felt as highly of myself as highly as I carried myself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us are doing that. A lot of us are doing it. A lot of us, and sometimes it doesn't even, a lot of times it's not coming across in nearly as positive a way. You know what I'm saying? People are carrying themselves, trying to carry themselves up here to not show that they feel down here. Right. And that's coming across with an, an aggression. Mm-hmm. That's coming across in, 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 in how they, in they control the nature in the, in the fraudulence and the, in the trying to flex and the, in the, mm-hmm. they, you know, they pay for 50k followers and now they run around talking about, I got 50,000 followers and shit like you right. mean like you right. know what I mean like it's real 
mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, it's like, we, you got to care. So, like, a lot of people thought that a long time. And, like, I'm like, you know, I really don't know. Like, y'all think that I, I, y'all think I think I'm up here. And I'm, like, really, like, always finding a way to be like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Especially because, like, that self-talk, that surpassing that doubt that I, you know, that I talked about, you know, that's why my project is there because like it's really their self talk mm-hmm. like whether it may have outside influences whether it may be something you heard somebody say to you or something like that or me or whether it may be like a, a situation of rejection that you went through you know it's your brain that's replaying it mm-hmm. and you know that self talk you gotta surpass them doubts you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I used to be like man I'm, too old is I ain't got time to rap. I'm too old for that. Mm-hmm. I got this to do. Uh, like no, you gotta surpass the doubt. Like mm-hmm. you gotta surpass the doubt. Like yeah. and because it's not about anything else other than doing what you love. Yeah. Like because once you're doing what you love, you're successful. Yeah. Like you're not successful because like you, the money start coming and the house is bigger and the this and the that. That's not, the success is not in the items. The success is in like the journey and the growth mm-hmm. and the and the building yourself you had to go through to get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's, that's really where, where I'm really uh, being helped in my mental journey with the music is that, you know, it's helping me build the confidence as I'm seeing like, if I put my mind to it, and even down to like the brand, like the merch, like the hat, the shirt, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we got a website, uh, lsmerchandaries.com, you know, everything on there right now, you know, I saw and then put down. And now it come by UPS to people's house. Right. And so like, I, I say that to my, I, you know, when, so when, when the merch come, I say it to the kids, like, look, I, I imagined this first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's helping me with that. It's helping me with embracing the imagination and being able to pass that down to remind them and and, and push them. Like, it's something I learned and knew that I would have to teach my kids, mm-hmm. but to be doing it in front of them is even better. Right. Like, oh, you, I can't say, go ahead and have in the imagination and act on the imagination if you think you do it, and then I'm not. You know what I mean? And they watch me all day. They watch me study. They watch me design anything. They watch me do it. I don't keep nothing from them. Mm -hmm. So that's that's where it's helping esteem. I love that you're passing that down. That's that's so great, and that's I love that. It's early. I love that you're so young and you're on this (laughs) wave because you ahead of the curve. I say to them all the time, like, I just want y'all to be ahead of the curve. I'm learning so many things at this age. If I could tell you at your age what I'm learning today, then you're ahead of me already. You know what I'm saying? So you ahead of the curve, man. I, that's, I commend you for that. Thank you. I mean, for real. Thank you. Go, Trent. Uh, really, really with me, uh, like the pros and cons of work industry, it's like a tug of war for me. It really helps, like like how he was saying with the self esteem and like just achieving the goals. You're not following a, a mapped out trajectory trajectory of working a nine to five, but you get up every single day. You set your goals, and you know you you work with your team, and and those things get accomplished. It, it always feels good, you know, to make something out of nothing. Right. And like that 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 really you know. It, it brings it brings me joy and, and pleasure to like okay that hard work just got put in but at the same time it's like non-stop um mm-hmm. it, it, it sometimes like getting it out the mud you feel like you know I, well i feel like i'm not good enough like them mm-hmm. and is this good enough to you know present to the team is this good enough to present to people is this a good idea or am I wasting everybody's time am I wasting my time damn what if I can't do this damn what if they don't like that mm-hmm. so it's like really a tug of war with with like the good and the bad of you know the good feelings you know the dopamine and all of that and then when something don't go as planned you feel you feel kind of, kind of crushed 
Right. So, like, it all around that helps me grow as a person. Those good and the bads, that, that helps me all around as a person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, my brain just constantly goes. So, to be able to, you know, work the business side and be creative, it's like, it, it's a release for, for my anxiety. And, you know, it helps with the depression and everything. But at the same time, I burn myself out. Right. And then I distance myself for a, a period of time. It's like <clears throat> I can't really work as efficiently. Right. So it's really for me, it's really a heavy tug of war, and like trying to maintain that 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 fight. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a a industry that is not made for you to succeed in any way. It's definitely one that you have to break through, um, and that and that's why I asked that question because it can it can be super draining. Um, on your mental health when that kind of you're not you're not getting what you want and you're not you know you know it's not going in your favor and I so I think that's really great that you you mentioned that yeah it's like just from that and even like especially when when we take hits for money mm-hmm. like we invest time and money into something and it don't go through it's like oh what the fuck are we yeah. making mistakes right now mm-hmm. should that should that had been green like it's, it's a constant second guessing yourself but it's always good to push through it yeah and that's what i learned from it that's great all righty so my last question um because we're coming to almost an hour this is gonna be my longest podcast episode which i'm so excited about (laughs) um so uh what is kind of the biggest takeaway that you want the listeners to leave with today especially Especially because November is, we're coming up on the end of November, which is uh, Men's Mental Health Awareness Month, which I think is so important that we're bringing awareness to that through today's episode. Um, be And, you know, because like you were saying, you're constantly told to, you know, kind of stuff it down and, and don't talk about it, don't cry, which um, I actually, so I, I used to be a nanny and I remember I had this little boy that I was nannying and he fell and scraped his knee and I was like, are you okay? Like, what do you need? And he, like, started to get sad. And I was like, oh, it's okay. Like, cry. Let it out. Like, if you're hurt, it's okay. And he was like, no, I can't cry. I have to be a man. And, like, the second he said that, that in my at my heart broke. I was like, oh, no, where are you learning this? Like, so, yeah, like, that is, yeah. So that's, that's exactly, like, the, yeah. the so, yeah. Um, yeah. Trey, you, uh, Trey, what's, Trey, what's your big takeaway for the yeah. day, Trey? For, for, for uh, I'll start it off. Uh, <clears throat> the big takeaway is, most importantly, you have to be and surround yourself with people that are either helping you or helping themselves. Mm-hmm. The biggest problem is, especially in this industry, people get into it, and next thing you know, you have a whole bunch of leashes with smiles on their face, and you, you're not knowing because it you're always in the hustle and bustle. Mm -hmm. So you always have to remember to keep people around you and surround you with people that actually want to see you do good and is actually treating their selves and their mental good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Uh, biggest takeaway. What I want anybody that, that that sees this today to take away from this is just um, you know exactly what I already said. Um, you know you want to build confidence by being yourself, be who you are, be real, like be authentic, like you know, don't play no roles, don't play no characters. You know, be who you are. I mean, unless you want to be an actor. Or actress, <laughs> You know, that's cool yeah, that's too. my job. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that's cool too. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I aspire to, you know, hopefully get a role like something real gritty where I can just be myself already. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I aspire, but you know, you know, that's that's for later <laughs> later down the road type, you know. But um <laughs> come on man, cut it out. So um you yeah, be yourself, be authentic because you won't build esteem by being yourself and by accomplishing the things that you really want to. You you want to build that esteem. You want to build confidence by making those promises to yourself to go after those things that you really want for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then the more you go after it, even when you fall short, 
you know, find a way to take the best things out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, well, this didn't happen, that didn't happen, but I got to go. You know, I'm, I might have was supposed to get on stage tonight, but and didn't, but I got to meet this person I might do a feature with, and I got to talk to this DJ who still might spin me in another situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so don't let, like, what may go wrong stop you. Just go after it if that's what you just go after. Like, be honest about what you want and just didn't go after it. Like, the best way of life to live is free. Like, with no black heart, no no weight on your heart, no weight on your chest. Just, man, find what you love and just run with that. Be authentic. Be authentic. Yep, boom. I love that. Two words. Um, the biggest takeaway I would love for people to get from this is... Know the things that you go through, other people experience it, so it's okay, you know. Find the ways, find the right avenues to, to help yourself get through that, you know, and find what makes you happy. You start with yourself, find happy, find what makes each day a little easier for you, and know it's all good to know. Hit somebody up, ask for help, you know. It's, it's, it's all we, we like, like it's been said this whole time. You be a man. Stop bitching. Don't cry. You know, man up. You don't got to do that, you know, because everybody goes through emotions. Everybody go through problems. You're not the only person. So, you know, find the correct outlets from talking to therapists, from talking to your friends, to being creative. And whatever helps that weight get off your shoulders, that weight get off your heart, get off your soul, you take that, you know, and you take that and run with it. And just be happy with yourself. Any little thing that happens in life, it could be a rainbow outside. You know, enjoy the little things, you know, because wherever you go, it's going to make it that much easier for you, you know. Look at the silver lining on the cloud, you know, Mm -hmm. that storm going past. You know, just don't don't be embarrassed to ask for help. You know, don't be embarrassed to... If if you feel like you gotta you know take a step back to collect yourself and get yourself together, you can also do that. You know whatever will help you grow, run with it. That's great. I love that so much. Thank you guys so much for all all of this. This was absolutely great. You guys said some wonderful things that help. I learned a lot, and I'm all the listeners are gonna be learning so much. And I think feeling really great especially all of our men that are listening i think they're gonna feel not alone because i'm not gonna i i think i i do have you know majority female listeners um but mental health is something that every single human goes through so i'm so yeah. glad that you guys were on yeah, today tell them to play tell them tell 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 your <laughs> listeners like play this for their guy or for their brother or yeah even for their dad because like really like dude like you're not alone mm-hmm. you know and maybe like since you have some uh you know a lot of female listeners like maybe like understand that like yo we not you know we love y'all and you know a lot of times we don't get it mm-hmm. and you know um you know, we try to, and we can be better at that, some of us more than others. But, you know, like, sometimes it's, it's the fact that we're going through certain things that we're not really even comfortable enough to share, you know, mm-hmm. with y'all and put on y'all as women. So, yeah. you know, maybe some of the ladies can just show a little, you know, maybe just give, give, give one of their guys a kiss on the cheek, show them a little love. It's holiday season. Like, yeah. you know, you can talk to me. <laughs> yeah. My shit. Like, yeah. I, was, I wanted to piggyback on what, uh, what Quick said, and that makes a good point. What I've been, I'm, just, I'm 34, so what I've seen in my, however long I've been doing whatever I've been doing, um, I think a lot of women um, don't approach men in that sense because yeah. we have that stigma of he's a man. Mm-hmm. He has to be a man. And if you actually love your man, if you see your man actually going through something, don't feel as though he is a man. No, he is a human being. He has yeah. a heart. He has feelings too. So find a way to talk to him yeah. at his level, at his time, and you'll get to him. Yeah. 
Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for I saying love this that. Guy. Yay. I, tell you, <laughs> I was going to ask, that was kind of my last thing. I was like, for those of us who kind of don't fit the shoes or this perspective, like, what's your one takeaway for them? So thank you. That was great. I love that. That was perfect, Trent. That was awesome. Well, thank you guys so, so much again for taking time out of your day to come and talk with me and just, you know, help end the stigma around mental health altogether. I think this is the perfect way to wrap up November and Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, yeah, I will. Um, I'm going to grab all of your uh, Instagrams over. I'll message Tracy and um, grab all your Instagrams and I will link them in the description of this week's episode. Um, so everyone, you know, can get reached out to. All right, um, but thank, thank you. you guys. Of course. Thank All you right, we appreciate so it. much. Yeah. Have a happy Thanksgiving and a great rest of your day. And uh, I hope to speak with you all sometime soon. All right. Nice. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate it. Bye. You have a great day. You too. Bye. All righty. Well, that was our very first guest on today's episode. Thank you so much to Law Society for taking time out of your day and, you know, sitting and chatting with me. Um, I hope that you guys were, um, you know, moved by this episode today. And I hope a lot of you felt like you could connect and relate in any way. And, um... As always, I love you all so, so much. If you haven't been told that yet today, I'm so proud of you all. I want you all to keep going. And if that's the only thing that you're doing right now is all that you were doing is surviving, that is enough and you are doing incredible. I hope you all have a great week, a very, very happy Thanksgiving. I love all of you so, so much. And I will speak to you in the next episode.